Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the second annual Hatsune Miku's Crack House Cracky Awards Show. I'm your host for this evening, Sam Kingma, and joining me is my best friend and co-host, Miles J. Miles, welcome back to the Crackies. It's been quite a year. How we feeling? Yes, we brought it back, ladies and gentlemen. Our worst episode ever. We're doing it again, but this time we're doing it right. See, I thought it would be a brilliant idea to do an award show off the cuff, off the hip. Turns out, terrible idea. Don't fucking do it. But we came prepared. This is our salty runback, our redemption round, our Justice League four-hour Zack Snyder cut. We're here. We're queer, and we're gonna do it. And we're ready to drink some beer. Let's ready go. to drink some beer, baby. Beer, by the way, sponsored by uh, who do you want to sponsor? Sponsored by Coors Light. Sponsored by Coors Light. Sponsored Light. Cracky's con yes, we have some real exciting sponsors, some exciting world premieres, some really exciting trailers for everyone, uh, and then the awards are going to get sidelined for corporate interest, so make sure to tune in. We have a smattering of this year's best 8 out of 10 episodes to, to, to nominate for, for episode of the year. Yeah, even though even though we're we're different. Instead of doing best episode of the year as like the ultimate big award, it's best bit. Uh, yeah, so, that's what's so more important. Yeah, stay Crack tuned. Crack House is then. just a series of bits strung together. <laughs> Isn't it though? Isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's accurate. Um Yeah, so to kick us off, Miles. To kick us off, let's start with the best tier list. Of the year. Ooh, okay, okay. The best tier list. So, your nominees for best crack house tier list are the Twitter protected class tier list from the Feet People versus Nickelodeon, the definitive busting tier list from the episode I Covet My Semen, the definitive dick words tier list from Nutbag Birthday Boy Special 2. The Gamer Depth Level Tier List from Zoomer New Game Plus. The Fast Food Tier List from Parappa the Trucka. The Definitive Blue Tier List from the episode The Definitive Blue Tier List. And the SNES Alignment Chart from Shittin' Poopin'. Those are your nominees for Best Tier List. Miles, let's discuss. All right. Well, Sam, I have to give it to... Twitter protected class tier list. I that think the first that, one we did in the year. Yeah, I and I and I think we, as usual, we peaked very early, and it's just been a steady decline. Uh, Sam is gonna go bald first. That's my bet. I like this tier list a lot. I love this tier list, in fact, because I I think that that it's it's controversial, but it's also accurate. It's just true, right? <laughs> Like, there is some level of opinions to the blue tier list. Like, like there are not a lot of people who are going to put the blue from Jackie Brown's outfit 
and the Zora tunic from Ocarina of Time as their favorite blues. Blues. Most people are, and by the way, it is shocking that that Miku's hair did not make it on the list. That is shocking, but it's more of a teal cyan. Yeah, so. like a t- minty, a little bit. Minty green, yeah, teal. So, I don't know. I, I, I personally don't consider it a blue. Um, yeah. But either way, the Twitter protected class tier list it's just fucking funny. And it's it's topical. It's it's evergreen. It will just as long as Twitter is in our lives, that nightmare of a list will always be in our hearts. So that that's is, uh that's my opinion. You know, I really I really like your reasoning as to why the Twitter protected class tier list deserves the cracky. Be, uh, specifically in regards to how agreeable the list is because what I was thinking when I put together the list of tier list was the, the, the most, the initial one that stood out to me the most was actually the fast food tier list because that was a really controversial episode about Sunni Miki's crack guys. Great. Like we never have any of those. Um, <laughs> but the, the fast food tier list, really got a lot of people riled up and they were really (laughs) not having it um but you are right like if we were to do that the fast food tier list again my rankings would probably be a lot different and also i probably like for one i probably would i half the stuff i ranked would be in not unranked haven't eaten yeah no and and that's that's why i couldn't elect it like as as controversial as it was we didn't rank like a ton of those restaurants because we haven't eaten there. So like yeah. it just it just wasn't. Well, it wasn't I ranked a complete them list. anyways. I ranked I ranked like a third of the fast food places on what I think I how much I think I would like it. Like that's what I was going up. There were a couple that I rated based on like personal bias or bizarre <laughs> hatred for bizarre affinity towards like there were a couple that i was like yeah i've had one menu item here like white castle like i've i've only i've only i've only seen white castles and i've only seen harold and kumar go to white castle but so i've actually just never assume i've not even seen harold and kumar go to white castle that's that's not yeah, even me neither <laughs> dude we gotta watch the harold and kumar movies i feel i feel like those are those crack are two house like, commentaries those are perfect crack house commentary dude bro guy man movies <laughs> yeah those would be those would be funny now it's only the two right it's go to White castle and the escape from guantanamo bay right there's also they make a third one they have a christmas film Oh, okay. Starring, uh, starring them and Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, I think I've like seen like tr- I've seen I've seen the po- you've seen the poster for it. It used to be everywhere. It's oh. Neil Patrick Harris. He's got a candy cane. He's reaching his hand out like, <laughs> and and there's like explosions in the background. Literally the the whole the whole, I mean the movie is just people smoking weed and farting. Like I mean it's 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 basically American Pie and Adam Sandler um starring foreigners and it's great. I'm sure I've never seen <laughs> awesome. them. Uh, but yeah, awesome. like, like I just, I rated White Castle based on a, on a certain hatred that I have for the logo and for its reputation. And like, it just looks like a, like a dumpy fucking, it, it looks like a, 
like a, an establishment that truckers go to have diarrhea. Like it's where you stop on the road <laughs> when you can't get yeah. to the rest stop fast enough. It just looks they're always in the middle of nowhere. Like it just looks like like a shit establishment. And that's fun. And that's really funny. But like there was just a lot of, of content that's just missing from that tier list. And that's why I can't yeah. I can't put it there, you know? Yeah. And then another another one. That's sort of a similar situation where it's just like given the like, like I think of all the tier lists we did the most, like the the best tier list that we did as far as like what did the most good for society is the gamer tier list. Because yeah. I feel like with the gamer depth level tier list, we successfully like we successfully segregated the gamers. Yeah, and we, we successfully and we gave- did it. We, we gave them common language, which is great. Common language to segregate the gamers. So what you're yeah. saying, I think, is that that should be on... But it's not on- quite a tier list. It's like so, it's, it's, not, it's not in the same way that, like, the busting tier list or the dick words tier list or the protected class tier list, where it's S to D, you know? It's not like that. It's, it's got its own sort of ranking. Same I mean, it's thing a, with, it's like, a the SNES alignment chart. Yeah, where, like, even though they are technically, like, they, they are tier list-esque, I don't think I could give it to them. I'm kind of down to give the cracky for best tier list to the Twitter protected class tier list. Now, I do want to have a proposal for you, Sam. We give the cracky to Twitter protected class, but the tier list for change award goes to the definitive gamers tier list award yeah the the gamer the definitive gamer depth level tier list yeah depth level tier list so the cracky for tier list for change goes to the definitive gamer depth level tier list brought to you by autism speaks (laughs) and the winner for this year's Cracky for best tier list goes to the Twitter, the Twitter protected, protected class, class tw- tier <laughs> list. Sponsored by The Matrix Resurrection. <laughs> awesome. And then uh, let's let's skip let's skip ahead. Let's do a couple um let's do a couple You want to get some of, of the, the nice knockout uh, ones out of the way. Yeah, that's yeah, or a couple of the uh the fan submitted categories. Oh, okay, okay. Um this one comes from uh, Molgar in the Discord. This is biggest come moment of the year. No, I have I have four nominees that I came up with that I would nominate. And I'll say those first and then we'll see if there's any crossover or if you have any other nominees you'd like to bring to the table. My nominees are for biggest come moment of the year. Kronos appears from Space Jam, <laughs> A New Legacy. Yes. Okay. Okay. Beating a boss from Returnal. Komi San says yes slash Komi San nods her head from Komi San. If you know, you know. And Knuckles catches Sonic from the Sonic Movie 2 trailer. Those are my nominees. I have four nominees. Actually, I have two. And I'll come up with the other two. Okay? Number one. December 1st, 1.42 a.m. for Miles J. 
That is my first nomination. Okay. And my second nomination... Big contender. Big contender. Yeah, big contender. My second nomination is the credits of Shin Megami Tensei Five when you get to them, and the first note is just... And but it's got this like piano note under it. I might have to link this to you because it's a it's okay. a fucking big cum track. Give me one second. I'm gonna link this to you. <laughs> and, and then it has some banking vocals that go da 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 da. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, that shit's that shit's hot. That shit's that's hot. a pretty big now, cum moment. Now, collective, that's six nominees right there. Now, now, yeah. do you have any others, or 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 we? No, we're you know going what? To I'm kind of I'm kind of happy with six, and I think we we both know yeah. who the winner is. Um, and I would love to give a special message to the actual truest big cum of the year, which was Miles J at one forty two a.m. on December first. December first. <laughs> That that truly is the most literal big cum moment of the year. But Sam, we found a new god. The god that we so cravenly revered was dead, killed by Lucifer. And now we found a new god ascended to the spiral Imperion. And he has the power to stop time. The biggest come moment of the year is when Don Cheadle announces Kronos is coming to the court. Now, exactly. That's why it is specifically phrased as Kronos appears because that is what happens. That's what happens in the story. Kronos shows up out of nowhere and starts dominating the Don Ball. It would barely any any fanfare or or like pre-existing context for the character he just shows up dick sucking lips fat and ready to go and he just fucking dresses lebron james up as a pirate and puts roadrunner on a plate for wild coyote. coyote yeah like that shit's fire that shit is fucking fire and it was it was the moment where that movie went from a 10 out of 10 to an 11 out of 10. That was the moment yeah, where, where, where Space Jam, where I knew that I was coming on this show, ready to defend the honor of Space Jam, a new legacy. Yeah, it, tru- truly the best moment probably in, the, in, in one of the year's greatest films. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it can't be anything else, really. It can't be anything yeah. else. Your winner... For this year's Cracky, for a biggest calm moment, is Kronos Appears. And then, uh... uh, Sponsored by WB. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sponsored by Warner Brothers. (laughs) Yeah, there's no foul play going on with that award. (laughs) Brought to you by The Batman, in theaters, March 4th. (laughs) Let's follow you know up with, I'm surprised uh, let's follow didn't up with... you know what I'm surprised didn't make this is is uh is anything from Tech Mobile. I'm actually surprised we were missing some Tech Mobile so, content. You know, here here's the thing. I when I came up with with the nominees, I I tried my damnedest to keep it to 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 media and episodes and stuff within the year of 2021. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I'll do my best to cite when it is not. Okay. Bad. Um cuz there are a couple um, yeah, Tech Mobile was from 2020, unfortunately, so it yeah. could not make the list. <laughs> yeah, un- unfortunately, tragic. 
Yeah. Daytona USA, unfortunately, could not be <laughs> yeah, Could not make the list. When you make the drift on the easy course, oh my god. God. Big cum. <laughs> All right, let's do another let's do another one from the audience. This con comes from Mr. Diddles from our Discord. This is best card. <laughs> so okay. so I have a so I have a couple from uh from not this year. So I've nominated for best card. Netcaster Spider from Magic the Gathering. That's my favorite Magic the Gathering card, Netcaster Spider. Zombie World, Field Spell from Yu-Gi-Oh! And Jake Paul versus Tyson Woodley from Boxing. That card. Okay. <laughs> All right. Those are my nominees. Miles, would you like to nominate a card for best card of 2021? Yes. All right. All right. I want to nominate... Um, the, uh, oh God, I forgot, I forgot his fucking name, but I'm going to say it anyways. The card that I got from McDonald's, which is a Neopets card starring the main character from Neopets, the darkest fairy, the wolf with the sword, you know, the one, a rare card that I got from McDonald's when I was nine years old. I want to nominate that card. All right. Well, this is a pretty big contenders this year. Pretty long-standing <laughs> contenders have been around for a while. Yeah, I mean, Coming, this is you know, this is a tough one. This is this is a really tough one. Yeah, as uh, as tempting as Jake Paul versus Tyson uh, Woodley is, I think I got to give it a Zombie World. You know, it's funny. I was also going to give it to Zombie World because Zombie World is such a great card to make an awesome competitive Yu-Gi-Oh deck around. Like, there's a great starter deck that, that's a zombie world deck. And if you get two starter decks, you more, you got 90% of a competitively viable Yu-Gi-Oh deck just ready to fucking go. Just taking two starter decks and slapping them fucking together. And part of the reason why that works is because of zombie world. And the whole, the whole deck would not work without zombie world. And that's my favorite Yu-Gi-Oh deck to play are the zombies. So yeah, I, I, I want to give it. I want to give your winner for best card brought to you by Konami is Zombie World from Yu-Gi-Oh. Miles, do you have any best cards? Any categories? No, you no. I was to, I was letting everyone I was letting everyone run this down. I'm I'm just I'm I'm a panelist, dude. I'm a panelist. Okay, all all good, all good. Just wanted to just wanted to double check. You know, okay, you know There's, what? I do I do have I do have one. I do have I do have I, I have a couple that I can I can throw out here, I guess. Alright. So this year, the nominee for best rack. The best rack of 2021. And I am voting Lily from Castle in the Clouds for best rack. Ooh. That's pretty good. That's pretty tempting. Now, here's the deal. When it comes to... Because I have... I have a list. I have a nominee category on here. Call Best Waifu. You want to just do Best... You want to just do yeah, Best Waifu? Yeah, we'll just waifu? do Best Waifu. Yeah, and I'll, 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 I'll put Lily under Best Waifu. Sounds, sounds great. So I have... I got... I have four... I got four nominees for Best Waifu... Four, the four of them are of the year in some way. They were introduced to, to the public in, in some way, shape, or form. But I would like to, before we start, give an 
get list of my honorable mentions for waifus that came earlier in time, not 2021 waifus. They're 2020 and back. And that's the Hollow Live Generation 3 girls. So Hosha Maureen, Usada Pekora, Shirogane Noel. All three of those are on my honorable mentions list, as well as uh, Miku Nakano from Quintessential Quintumplets. Could not. I, I knew the, she was uh, going to come here. I knew she could not. Could list. not make the list, unfortunately, because she she, she come, she's you know previous uh previous year. So my four nominees for best waifu are Sakamoto Chloe from Hollow Live Generation Six. Ganyu from Genshin Impact, Komi-san from the Komi-san anime that started in 2021. She's existed for longer, but more most people I feel like have have yeah, discovered she's, her through she's, the anime. She's kind of new to us all. Yeah, and anime anime always gets the gets the the love, even if yeah, it brings the boys to the yard. And then Mirai, Mirai from Hikari Mirai Art, the OC. Had had okay. to, had to get her in there. She's fucking thick as fuck. Massity's great fucking rack. Great rack. Those are my four waifus of the of the year. Now, Miles, we what what was the the big titty bitch's name for best? So I got two. Nominated? All right, okay. Lily from Castle in the Clouds. Uh, she will fuck anyone or anything. Her solution when she sees. A wall that she can't cross is to ride a writhing tentacle on it to orgasm to the point where the wall shatters uh and all she cares about is money she's like a female wario uh and that's hot that's real hot yeah. um and second is idun from shin megami tensei 5 little red riding hood with golden apples this bitch will carry you to the end of the fucking game with her special ability whose name I'm really struggling to remember right now. I think it's called, like, Healing Apple or some shit like that. It's really good. You, you, you get her two aiding sutras, a heal plorma, or <laughs> plemora, and uh, and and get her uh, a couple of fucking um, healing sutras. Oh, my God. This this bitch will take you to the end of the fucking game, baby. So that's, uh, that's, that's my vote for waifu of the year. Sam, we are probably not going to be able to come to a consensus on this one. So I think hey, we're just going to have to have two separate so we'll awards. Do, yeah, we'll do, we'll do Sam's waifu of the year and Miles' waifu of the year. Now, I do want to say, though, about, about your, your two choices. You, you bring, you bring, I think, two excellent waifus to the table. You really got my goose going when you mentioned Lily not only had a had a massive rack and will fuck anything that moves, but also is a capitalist. Oh, she's the, that, the entire game is about her chasing coin. That's a fat W right there. Call Wario on the phone because I got a fat W. Uh, sitting just sitting just for her. That's great. But I gotta give my wife for the year. It's gotta be Ganyu. It's gotta be fucking Ganyu. There really is just no hotter yet wholesome looking character in the existence of anime. Just in general. There is just no hot meets wholesome crossroads. Like I would say Toru. Toru is the is 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 my argument for that. But, Ooh, a, but great, a great pick. I'm fine pick. I'm fine with you saying that. I'm perfectly fine with you saying that. I think I think that is great reasoning. And the reason why Ganyu <clears throat> is gonna win all I'm gonna say is you'll want to listen to uh, Crack House in the next three to four weeks. That's all I'm gonna say, Ooh, and you'll baby. you'll you'll know for sure. 
why Ooh, she uh, why right. she got the W. Uh, Miles, what about you? Who do you want to give it to of your two lovely waifus? Now, this is tough. This is truly difficult. Um, because I could throw in Jahisama, but Jahisama's uh split somewhere between Lolly and not Lolly. Um, and I ain't really about that. I love her. She's great. She's cute. I want to give her a hug and I want to give her a warm bath, but she, I, I ain't about the lolly stuff. Sorry. Um, so, you know, and, and of course, here's the thing. We got two prime Naomi Ozora waifus. Naomi Ozora, of course, the voice of Satania, Satania. my favorite girl of all time, uh, because we got Amonozako from Shin Megami Tensei Five. And we also got Jahisama from Jahisama Will Not Be Defeated. But between the two Shin Megami Tensei girls, Idun is making a splash. Idun is everyone's waifu. The people's Idun waifu. Can't, I, Idun helps you beat the fucking game. Yeah, I mean, you and know? here's the thing. Amano Zako's great. As a field navigator, she finds you good shit. And as a party member late game, she's one of the most powerful thunder and magic users you can get for her level. It's fucking awesome. Girl's great. But I gotta give it to Idun. She's got your back as as early in the game as Chioda. And and you can just you can just pump grimoires in her fucking cunt and level her the fuck up till the end of the game, and she'll just keep healing you and buffing all of your stats by one tier. It's great. Uh, and also, she's uh, inexplicably a pop star, even though she's also Little Red Riding Hood, even though she's also a, 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 a Megami. So, you know, I, I love her. I love Idun. Idun's gotta be this year's Miles J Waifu of the Year Cracky. Now... A great, a great pick, Miles. Now, on the flip side of best waifu, we unfortunately have to do worst girl of Ooh. the year as well. Ooh. Now, Miles, I gotta be honest. I don't have nominees for this one. I only have an answer, and this this answer is gonna get me put on a good put on a FBI watch list. This is gonna get me put on a uh, on a on a Taliban kill list. To say this, but, but <laughs> journalist to be headless. Yeah, but unfortunately, I got I got to do it. Uh, my my nominee for for worst girl of the year is Lady Demetrescu from Resident Evil Village. Fucking good, hell yes. Oh, you know I should have put Angie in the in the in the waifus of the year list. I like Angie, but she's not really a waifu. She's great though. But no, Lady D, Lady D is absolutely this year's worst girl. Lady D overrated, fucking mid as fuck in her own video game, and robbed Ethan Winters of the award that he rightfully deserved at the Game Awards this year. So, fuck that whore. Fuck her in it's just, the I, giant I, fat dragon ass. It's it's like... It's not even really her, right? Like, that's why I kind of feel bad nominating Lady Dimitrescu because Lady Dimitrescu is not a character worthy of worse anything. Yeah, really. she's she's mid, but but the problem is is that she's mid, and everyone thinks she's the best thing since sliced bread. Let me tell you something: you're not cool or based if you if you if you simper for Lady D. It's it, you you might think you're 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 cool, edgy. You're like, oh look at look at me be a little sub online to get clicks and clout. You know, let me be let, let me act like a little fucking sub. The lady Dimitrescu. Let me let me talk about how much I want her to get step on me. It's not you're not cool. You're not cool. 
You suck. You're embarrassing. The species is worse for having you. Uh, you will never propagate children, and no one wants your genes. <laughs> That's what I have to say to any people who simp for Lady Dimitrescu. With that being said, Miles, I am more than open to hear other nominees for Worst Girl, and I'm more than ready, willing, and able to change my answer. Sam, I have a proposal. Worst Girl goes to Lady Dimitrescu Simps. <laughs> That's the Worst Girl Award. That's the Worst Girl of the Year Award, baby. <laughs> Lady Dimitrescu Simps. And because you know what? You know what, Sam? A lot of them, a lot of them are lesbians. So, so I don't feel bad. I don't feel fucking bad yeah, they saying count. that they, sure. they count as worst girl. And frankly, a lot of them are femboys. They're girls. That fucking counts too. All right. And so I'm just going to say, you know, all these fucking internet thirst traps, all the internet thirst traps are these, are these, they're nominated for, yeah, they are, are winning worst fucking, girl of the year. Are these fucking clickbaity hoes? I don't like them. I don't want them. And this has absolutely nothing to do with your sexuality, your gender identity. This has nothing to do with that. This has everything to do with the fact that you're pathetic. They are pathetic and performative. I don't like you. All right? Have some self-respect. <laughs> I, I couldn't have said it better. I, I couldn't have said it better. Miles, let's keep the negative energy flowing. How about that? Oh, With fuck yeah. biggest disappointment Ooh. of the year. The cracky for biggest disappointment. Biggest disappointment. Okay, okay. Do you have any nominations for this? Uh, no, this is the, we're in the we're uh, the, the, we're in like the 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 back half of the the nominees where I couldn't really come up with anything. Oh um, wow, we're, this is a short episode. Jesus it's, Christ! It's, no, 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 no. I, I got more. There's more in here that we haven't. Oh, done. Okay, there's you're more. Just, in here. You're just kind of. I mean, through. back half of the bottom half of the list where where you're I, I ran out of time you're, to you're run stuff picking. out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So, uh, if I had to do biggest disappointments of the year, okay, the nominees are. The nominees for the Game Awards 2021. Yes. Yes. That's yes. One. Okay. Uh, I think another one. I th Oh, Final Fantasy VII Remake PC port. Oh. Oh. oh Such so, a shame. Oh, what a disappointment. You're right. Yeah. You're yeah. right. That's the word I would use to describe it. Disappointment. Third. Endwalker being so successful, you cannot buy Final Fantasy XIV anymore. Disappointing. Because I um, wanted to get in on the game this year, and now I fucking can't. And now then... I, now I absolutely can't. Yeah, that's definitely... That's definitely one. And then I think the last one I want to do is... Uh, Returnal being called unfair and hard <laughs> by journalists who should fucking know better <laughs> yeah poor 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 yeah poor eternal reviews <laughs> we're disappointed yeah def oh, definitely you, you know what I, nah because that count, i was gonna say <laughs> death loop but that counts as as, as nominees I, yeah that I was counts. also thinking Deathloop because i actually played it and was legitimately disappointed by playing it um I, dude, I gotta give it to the Game Awards nominees being disappointing this year. I mean, Miles, they're rich, and let me tell you why. Let me give you my reasoning why that's the answer. Because 
there truly was no better year than 2021 to highlight six genuinely amazing games from a diverse swath of gaming genres that in a typical in a quote unquote typical gaming year would never have even had a chance of getting the spotlight like in a year like 2018 when you're playing games like Spider-Man and Red Dead Redemption 2 and God of War and Monster Hunter World, you know, these big meaty AAA games that are like anywhere titans between 40 to 2 hour hours. Yeah, two true titans of the AAA third person over the shoulder space. That like you just you can't compete. But in here we didn't have those. Would have been a great opportunity to nominate games like a hardcore RPG like Shin Megami Tensei Five or Tales of Arise for that matter. I was going to say, yeah, um, Tales of Arise would probably get it more, but SMT Five I would have loved to see. Yeah, um, Forza Horizon Five, yeah, excellent Forza, open world racing game. I was also going to say Delta Rune. Delta Rune like could have won. Yeah, Delta Rune Chapter Chapter Two. Um, also came out this year. Was also a big deal when it came out. Yeah, everyone um, was crazy about it. Yeah, like that's a game that that could have been not that could have been nominated. Guilty Gear Strive not nominated for like any meaningful category outside of fighting game, despite it having auteur direction, despite having arguably the best art style of the year, despite having one of the best soundtracks of the year. Absent, yeah, definitely, definitely the nominees for for game of the year definitely are going in in biggest disappointment. You know, it's tough because I wanted to say the Final Fantasy VII Remake PC port. But that really blows. But you, here's the thing. You raise a great point. You raise a truly great point about this. And the other thing that I was thinking, back to our great frame rate debate uh, featuring Ravenbeak from the Metroid TM series, uh, is that there is hope for that PC port. There's hope because there's patches. They could, you know, they could, they could, uh, Probably like delist it and and decompile the game, make a proper PC port, and then post it again. Like, yeah, there, or they there could is... just update the game and they don't have to do that. Like, I, yeah, I was yeah. I was thinking they, they'll probably just update the game, but like there there is genuine hope for the PC port. The game awards are done. It's over. Yeah. It's set in stone. There will never be another chance for 2021 to have another interesting smattering. Of, of Game of the Year nominations. Shin Megami yeah. Tensei Five got fucking nothing this year. Forza 5... I mean, Forza 5 was critically acclaimed. But it got nothing valuable awards-wise this year. Yeah, it was not, it was not nominated. The, the fact that the, mo- the highest-reviewed game on Metacritic of the year wasn't even nominated for Game of the Year. I'm not even saying it should have won. I'm not even saying it. It should have just but been the fa- in the running. It should, yeah, it should have been in the running. I f- it's one of those situations where the Game Awards has... It, it's not... It's like you have Forza, which in my opinion is like the most egregious example. And then you have five to seven other games that should have been considered for ser- like for both Game of the Year and Serious Awards. And instead we nominated really safe shit. Yeah, like, like Ratchet um, and Clank, Dread, Clank Rift Apart, yeah, and Ratchet and Clank, Dread, and, and Dread Village, and Village, which honestly, compared to like the other aforementioned games, should not really be nominated for for a game of the for game of the year. 
with these other games. Dread's a good game, but Dread is is nowhere near yeah. SMT5 or Forza or Guilty Gear or anything like that. So, Deltarune, yeah. which I said earlier, yeah. Deltarune, like, yes. Yeah, all just all these greats, all, all these really fantastic picks that just... So, you're cracky for this year's biggest gaming disappointment, sponsored by the Game Awards, goes to... The they 2021 sp- Game Awards. <laughs> they they sponsored their own, like, b- their own work. Yeah, their own descent into the grave. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you, Jeff Keighley, for, com- for coming to our, to our totally live show. Uh, to May you wear your finest pair of Tims to our show. <laughs> now, you mentioned... Let's go back and do another another crack house specific like crack house episode specific category. Here are your nominees for best debate on Ooh. crack house. Did the ghost stories dub ruin English dubs from Tino Skinner and Beat go to Applebee's? Is there value in comparing art in criticism from Caught Down Bad at 16k? Does malignant suck from hashtag end clown hate or is PC gaming worth it from the great frame rate debate debate featuring Ravenbeak from the Metroid TM series? So this those is, are the nominees for best. Of this is unless tough. you would like to add any. No, I'm happy with this, this smattering, but this is tough. This is genuinely tough because I actually think that that two of these don't they're just not on the level. They're just not on the level of like of like truly heated great debates, right? Yeah. Because I think that the is the um can I get to what's the third nominee on the list? I heard Does that, Malignant the, Suck. Does Malignant Yeah, suck. like that that one was like fine, but I think that that it was sort of it, it didn't fist it's, didn't it's, fly. It's not a it's not a debate. It's more like we just had different opinions about the yeah, movie. Yeah, I just thought the movie was funny and it was it was interesting to see him reference like all these schlocky weird films and kind of parody his own movies and you were like I just don't care. And I don't get it. And I just Yeah, didn't get like it. it's like whatever. Like like that's that's not it. But but you have the ghost stories dub debate, which I actually think like I think for days we are both kind of like mauling about that. Like I remember sending you a couple clips from the Kaguya-sama dub and being like, "How do you feel about it now?" And you just kind of being like, "I mean, I just have to accept they're different products, you know." Like, like we were we were pretty at each other's throats with that one, and I feel like that's really what you need for yeah. a, a truly I, great debate. Yeah, I feel like you make a good point. I feel like. Like, did the ghost stories dub ru- ruin dubbing? Is like the the level of like vitriol in that debate is on the level of Zelda two grinding debate. Yeah, like it's we it's were on that level at each other. We're we're like we're like is PC gaming worth it? Is more like a serious discussion that was had, still a debate and still worthy of a nominee. nominee. And and I think the other thing about it is that ultimately, like my answer is yeah, PC gaming's worth it. It's just it's not like. Your, your opinion is like, oh, yeah, it's absolutely worth it. All the bullshit is fine. And I'm like, yeah, it's worth it, but sometimes it's not. Like, sometimes I don't want to put up with it. Like, there there is a level of, like, we both agree. PC is the way to go if you if you really love games. If you love video games, you you need to own a PC. Whereas, like, like I think we will never agree on the ghost stories thing. 
I think that you will always yes. like that dub and always find it funny. And I will always despise the wake that it had on media forever. Uh, and, 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 and if you bring it up again in my fucking presence, I will get just as mad. Not just you, you, the pop, anyone, yeah, <laughs> anyone, I will get the royal just you. as mad. I will get just as mad at you. So I have to give it to, did the ghost stories dub ruin anime? I, 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 I want to agree with that. I, I agree with that. And your cracky for best debate brought to you by. The Funimation. 2020 United States Presidential Election Campaign <laughs> goes to Did the Ghost Stories dub ruin anime? <laughs> Greg Aries, come on up to accept your award. Oh, he of Jesus course played Christ. the Jewish kid. He played Leo. If you yeah, speaking speaking of uh, our president's former uh, former cohort, got fucking sentenced to five of six crimes <laughs> this year. So that's cool. news drop this was okay, a category okay. submitted by unbound soul in the discord thank you very much i have three i have three things that i want to nominate for best news drop now i i interpreted this as best announcement uh yeah, and i'm yeah and i'm curious to see because i feel like you'll have a couple of additions uh of your own of your own nominees to the list but my three nominees are Cuphead DLC dated from the Game Awards this year. Coming out in June. Really excited. The Elden Ring re-reveal from the Summer Game Fest a couple months ago. And the Chainsaw Man anime trailer. Those are all... Was, those which are was all hype really as fuck. Uh, those are I'm like the to... three... That got my now goose here's, going. Now, here's the thing. I think that a lot of people might not be able to remember the hype and the excitement of this. But the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure October oh, fuck 14th yeah. part special. Six? Yeah. Where part six was announced. That's a great. At oh, the end of that. the show, after making us fucking wait. I think it was in April, actually. April of this year. Um, And, uh. And and they made us wait. They announced some fucking merch. They announced some shit. Part five bullshit. Some fucking plushies. I was up at two in the fucking morning. Everyone in the chat was like, guys, what if? It's not happening. What if we wasted our time? What if we wasted our time? And they were like, we got one more announcement. We got one more announcement. And it was part six. And this might be hard to remember the hype for because now we have part six. We've all seen it. I think we all liked it. I think everyone liked it. Um, well, it's not over yet, but we everyone is we like liked the, the what chunk is out that we have. Yeah. yeah, we like we like the twelve episodes we got. But like being up at two in the fucking morning and getting the first taste, the first morsel of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part Six is is one of my nominations. That's one of my absolutely one of my nominations. That um, like busted my Twitter the day that got oh, yeah. announced. 
that was, was crazy. It was awesome. It was awesome. That's a great yeah. pick. Yeah, great pick. And then Any, anything else from this year that 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 was an announcement or something that got you really excited or yeah, or that you I want think to shout uh, out? yeah, I, I think I think the last one that I want to do um, is uh, is and th- this is not this is a personal one. It's not going to win. Ocarina of Time being fully decompiled. Decompiled. On PC. Yeah. That Yo, shit well, hey, awesome. hey, hey, hey. This is technically best news drop. That's the name of the of the categories. Best that's, news drop. That's fair. That's I true. think that's big news. That is big news. The, the um, like the the, the uh, based on Metacritic and years of people's opinions, greatest game of all time might be playable on PC in a way that will make it palatable. To future generations forever, kind of a big fucking deal. But it, it's 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 not even that though. It's like it's that and like t- way more. It's not just like having Ocarina of Time in a pal- we have in a the beta. Way. Yeah, we have the beta of Ocarina of Time. We have every piece of information we could ever have about this game. Like people have scoured the code and found answers to things that people have genuinely wondered about cut content, missing items, dummied out things. Like we now know so much about about this legendary video game. Yeah, and it and it's so amazing that it's going to be preserved in such an amazing way because I mean just look at the Mario piece the Mario 64 PC port and all the truly unbelievable shit people have managed to do in two years with Mario 64 making it just making an already incredible masterpiece game the in our in from the crack house the best Nintendo game ever made as according to our bracket um in such an amazing way to have that same legacy be now there for Ocarina of Time as well it's insane. It's huge news. Yeah. Huge but news. I don't I don't think it's going to win because because it was exciting, but I think that the implications of it uh are are interesting, but but we truly have not seen we truly have not seen everything that that means. We have not gotten the render 96 equivalent of Ocarina of Time yet. Yeah, or exactly. necessarily really even seen the game yet and like it's just been decompiled we don't really have like the pc port yet we it's just been decompiled unless it's happened uh, released in the last two weeks and i it's it's been an exciting news drop but it did not it 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 is not the most hype that we are going to get from ocarina of time being decompiled and that's why i can't nominate it i'm actually going to give it to JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part Six, the announcement at fucking two thirty a.m. Uh, for for stateside viewers. Yeah, that shit's pretty, ugh, dude. That's up there because I, I, of of everything on my list, the only thing I would put up to that is the Chainsaw Man anime trailer because I, I actually can't believe it looks that good. Like I cannot believe the trailer looked like that for the anime. Now, unlike JoJo, though, which is why I think I might have to lean in to Part 6, is that Part 6 is a known quantity. As in, we've experienced the first 12 episodes. We've ha- we have them in our, in our digital hands. We can watch them. Chainsaw Man is still not out yet. So the Chainsaw Anime could be garbage. Where, like, Part 6 was announced, 
And even though maybe like the announcement or the trailer was less hype or less exciting than the Chainsaw Man anime trailer by MAPPA, having part six be a known quantity, I think might edge it out. For it, me. it keeps us from having egg on our face. Because yeah. because Mappa, you know, Mappa is very hit and miss, and and Mappa is is a very questionable company, like um, as far as their um, their quality control goes. Because you have they Jujutsu can Kaisen. they can fucking sl- yeah Jujutsu Kaisen, they can slap it out of the park, or they can hit a grounder to first. <laughs> yeah, they they can fucking they can fucking get a a a, a four foul balls in a row out, uh, like fucking uh, Attack on Titan season four. Or season three, yeah. whichever one it was. So like, yeah. so, so so it's it's tough. It is it is very tough. Um, but it's exciting, and and we can only hope it's good. And maybe we'll regret giving it to JoJo next year. We'll see. I don't feel like yeah. I'll, I'd only regret giving it to giving it to Jolene. Uh, if uh, if, if if like if part if Chainsaw Man was extremely good, because I have a feeling the part six anime will be will be at this level, which is, like, a great level yeah. all the yeah. way through. Where if Chainsaw Man anime is a 10 out of 10, then I, then I will feel a little bad. But, yeah, that was a... Uh, we, can always give it to, we can always give it the award next year for the actual content. We can always give it the award for the actual content next. Let's, uh, let's, let's go back to back. Um, these, these are ones that... Uh, one of them is mainly for you and the other one's mainly for me. Uh, we'll we'll start with you, which is craziest Sam take slash greatest the Miles rant. Okay, okay. Are the categories okay? Um, so I'll let you start for crazy Sam take. Okay. Uh, this is this is a good question. So craziest Sam take. Obviously, the plane shot been memed to death. Worst plane shot. All right. I think I think that that is a genuine contender, and that's the one that always comes to my mind. But I want to dig a little deeper. Oh my god! Well, I actually don't know. I actually, I mean, I might have to give it to Plane Shot because that's the one that that I remember. I think I think it's it's just so fucking funny. It's just so dude. Funny. What what? But it's movie? not the craziest. That's the problem. What what movie was the worst Plane Shot even from? Space Jam Two: A New Legacy. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank yeah. You. Like it, it's crazy, but but like I don't know. I I want to go deeper. That said, <laughs> that one lives rent free in my fucking head forever. So like I scrolled through the episode list, I looked at all of them, and I genuinely could not remember a Sam take that I thought was even crazier than that. Because you've had bad takes, you've had takes that I I think are are weird or or like silly, but like that is truly such a next level. I didn't even fucking notice this. I truly did not even notice how bad this plane shot was in Based Jam. I truly did not. And so I have to give it to Worst Plane Shot. <laughs> yes. Now, for for Greatest Miles Rant, um, the, the let me just be clear here that the all-time greatest Miles rant is Lovecraft Country multiple episodes. Like, it just is. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But unfortunately, that was last year. That was last year. So I want to uh, kind of, uh, re- like, refigure the question uh, to best Miles enemy of, <laughs> of, 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 20, of 2020. Well, I, I know what the best Sam enemy of 2021 is, and it's King of Horror Day. <laughs> no! <laughs> 
Give me my McDonald's. I want the I want the ice cream. Why is the slushy machine broke again? God damn, go to Taco Bell. Sorry, uh, uh, credit card machines down. We can't accept. It. I have change. Oh, sorry, I can't do the text on my head. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just picturing Foo Fighters like at the Taco Bell. Just like slams her hands on it, like I want the gordita, damn it! <laughs> no, sorry, Hermes would do that. Hermes would get mad about the lack of the gordita. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, damn it! <laughs> Anyways, your nominees for the fucking. <laughs> For 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 biggest miles enemies, the Wachowskis, <laughs> Autism <laughs> Speaks, the Charmin Bears, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hold on, let me make sure I'm not missing any. It's so easy because we, whenever you have There's an enemy, so it's always enemies, in the description yeah. of the episode. <laughs> yeah, well, we have a we had a new enemy uh, recently. Simps, and I forget what. Simps, yeah, simps. Oh, this is dude, dude. There's so many. Oh my god, there's so many good ones this year. <gasps> Poor Twitter artist. Poor Twitter artist. Yeah, which I did not fully... that might be one of my enemies. <laughs> yeah, we did not fully. Uh, ex- you did not fully experience the rage of that on an episode. Uh, that's a cut content thing. We'll get to it. <laughs> I feel good about those. I feel I I'm feel happy with uh, those. I'm happy I feel good with those because I want to give the W to the Charmin Bears. Oh, easy. Easy. I I that that rant is so funny. It it's so funny and also comes from a discussion about Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I not I was not explicitly harmed. By Charmin. Charmin was not harming me, right? But, like... No but, harm in Charmin. No harm in Charmin. But but they were harming my experience at enjoying Spotify. This was not a, a, a choice that I made to seek out Charmin Bear's content. This was not, like, something on Twitter that someone brought into my life. This was an algorithm that said, Miles, do you want to have the worst time? listening to music when you fail the qte for for low roars give up from their album low roar do you want to have to listen to a Charmin bears jingle by dj khaled is truly it's, it's truly called booty smile he got that Charmin booty smile that is truly proof of the dystopia that we live in today. That is yeah, the, so, the 4chan green arrow Mountain Dew Xbox text. Yeah, so so I give the Charmin Bears uh, the biggest Miles Enemy Award. Um, and for greatest Miles Rant, I probably also had to give it to them because that shit's really fucking funny. Although, for non-enemy related rant, the... Uh, the 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 busting <laughs> um the people who who get on your case about doing no nut november about doing no nut november yeah and, and but but non enemy like positive rant 
uh, Wario is the most masculine video game character is an underrated one, but one that is lived relatively rent-free in my head. Um, So we have a couple of different nominees. Do you want to do a positive and negative, uh, for this? Um, or do you want to narrow it down to just one? Can there only be one? I, I, I think it's only one, and I want to give it to Sherman Bears. I want to give it to Sherman Bears. Okay. Your, your winner for the 2021 Greatest Miles Rant and or Greatest Miles Enemy, sponsored by Universal Records, DJ Khaled's Booty Smile, out in stores January 27th, goes to the Sharman Bears. Ah, they got, ah, they, they got, they left the toilet paper, paper up on the stage. <laughs> they shook their fat fucking asses at the audience for two minutes. And Dude, you know those guys are really popular in the furry fandom, right? Like, you know. Are they? I could assume that. Like, they have to be, right? Yeah. Oh, easy, right? Easy. Yeah. Easy, easy. Like, you just, you just look at the Charmins and the sex appeal for a furry is right there, right? Like it's, it, I mean, the Charmin bears are the furry equivalent of Lady Dimitrescu. Like, like you, you can have two IQ and understand the sex appeal of the Charmin bears if you're a furry. Just like if you are interested in women, if you are straight or sapphic, you can understand the appeal of Lady Dimitrescu. If you have no brain power, you could be a medical vegetable and be like, oh, I understand. Hot. I get it. Hot. Yeah, hot, tall, boobs, hot. I get it. Like the Charmin Bears, they they leave they they leave you nothing. They leave you nothing in the imagination. You don't have to work at all. They just shake their fat fucking ass at you like Miley fucking Cyrus, and 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 you 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 fucking you fucking bust your first little. First little shame nut right onto the TV, and then you become Douglas Spink. <laughs> yes, and and, all, and also just just for the record, just for the record, your winner for the craziest Sam King take brought to you by Spider Man No Way Home is the plane shot from Space Jam: A New Legacy. <laughs> Is bad. <laughs> is the worst plane shot. Is the ever. worst plane shot. For a second, I thought you were saying Space Jam Two: A New Legacy is bad. And I was like, Whoa, we got a turncoat here. We got a yeah, turncoat. No, no, no. Never, never. Dude, I would love to do a crack house commentary on Space Jam Two, where it's just us laughing our asses off at this <laughs> fucking movie. Like, <laughs> shit's shit's fucking awesome. Because we uh, just, we think the movie's just funny. Like, yeah, yeah, and yeah, no, that's how I am. I'm like, I think it is, is just a, like, hysterical, it got, it gets me chuckling type of fucking movie, and people take it too seriously. Um, let's, let's do another, let's do another, uh, another fan submitted one. Uh, this is worst gaming take of the year, sponsored by Second Look. Um, who has also provided some of the nominees for worst gaming take of the year. He's provided fastest Mario. That's a good <laughs> That's one. That's a strong one. Threat. That's great. Um, X game is too hard. I'm just going to make that returnal is too hard. <laughs> yeah, returnal is too hard. 
<laughs> the IGN SMT5 review where they refer to it as a lesser Persona. Persona 5 without the heart, yeah. Yes. 2D is not worth $60 discourse from Metroid Dread release. <laughs> and Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl are good, actually. Those are those are his nominees. Sponsored by Second Look Game for Worst Gaming Take of the Year. Now, Miles, there are plenty of heinous gaming takes I saw this year. Um, This was a shit year for life. <laughs> I, I feel like... I, I gotta be, I'm biased. I, I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna keep it a buck fifty. I'm biased as fuck about worst gaming take of the year. But it's Returnal's too hard. That That is the worst gaming take of the year. I feel like so many people did themselves a massive disservice. And instead of exper- tr- making a, a minute effort to experience genuinely like the best game of the year. They decided to bitch and moan online about the game not having a save mode. And it's too long and too hard. And it's a bunch of bitches, Miles. See, now this is fucking bitches. This is tough because I actually have a nomination that I want to put forth. Please, by all means. It is David Jaffe versus Metroid Dread. Dread, that shit's pretty fire. For the last two months. Where he has not let up on accepting that he is just an actual fucking toddler. And he can't play video games. It's... Like, there has been a compilation of distracting streamers reading chat, discovering how to get through it. There have been multiple Nintendo-sanctioned account tweets mocking him and showing you how to get through the area. There was him being so mad that Metroid Dread won a quarantine category award that he said it was a pity vote because the guy who was the architect for the NES and SNES died the day of the award show as though the nominations are decided that day or as as though the, the award itself is decided minute of minute of the the fucking uh show. So I I actually have to give it to David Jaffe versus Metroid Dread because he worked so hard to disguise his language, to make himself not sound like a fucking koala bear whose brain is so smooth. He could not notice lighting. He could not notice enemies. He could not notice a general uh, lack of of useful uh, directions to go in. He could not notice any of these things. And his excuse was that Metroid Dread is, and I quote, not very well tuned. Because it's, he thought that made him sound smart. It's it's so... it's What's so funny about that whole, whole, whole saga is like the, the area, the area of debate is in the first, like, 15, 20 minutes of the game. And it's the, the, it is the, the, the room in which the game, like, tees up for you that there are some walls that look normal that you can blast through. Because it's like, there are rooms in Metroid Dread where, real progress is obscured 
by one of those walls, and when you find it, it is very feels bad, man. That room is not one of them. It is think, not one of them. And and here here's the you, thing. And the you, fastest... It's directly up in the room. I like vividly remember this room. It is the exit is like in the center framing of the room. It's not even like one of the moments where they do it later in the game, where it kind of is egregious. It's 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 in the beginning of the game, where the whole point is to tell you that hey, expect this to some degree. And and here's very the, funny. The fastest Mario thing is funny, but the fastest Mario is such a like bizarre, like weirdly politically tainted, like pseudo intellectual drivel. Where where the guy behind it is just this like nobody who no one cares about, and you. It's just, like, not a real. I I'm convinced it's like a fucking joke. It, it's it is probably a, a joke. shit post. It is probably a shit post. It is. Be, it is. It's written too. It's too funny to be a shit post. I think. Yeah. Or I'm, yeah it's too funny to it's, not be a shit post. Excuse me. But um, like David Jaffe is. I mean, he's a failure. But like, he's a legendary game developer. If you if you w- died in the year 2006 and were not there to follow his descent into mediocrity. Um, like he he created one of the most legendary. He made IPs two iconic series in Twisted yeah. in Twisted Metal and in God. Did of he War. make? No, he didn't make Twisted Metal. I thought he just directed one really bad Twisted Metal game. No, he's the creator of Twisted Metal. Is he creator of Twisted Metal? Okay, then never mind. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, like, here's the thing. Like he he has a faster decline than Cliff Blazinski, than Randy Pitchford, than Ken Levine. Where like they had like two decades before they shit their pants. Like, yeah. this man didn't even make it to the end of the 2000s. Yeah, this man and like, didn't even make it. Yeah, well, he's that. He well, he's also not even been in game dev for, like, five fucking years. Yeah, this like, is the most relevant he's been, and it's because he outed himself as a moron. Like, pe- imagine being dragged back into the spotlight because you're too stupid to beat a children's game. Imagine it. Yeah, and, and also too like for and, and for the record, because I was I was watching Jaffe streams well before this drama, and when and everyone got mad at Dread, and I'm like, why are you surprised? Like, were y'all not here a month ago when he was bitching and moaning at Ken of Bridges Spirits for being too hard? When I fucking you know played that game and the boss he was bitching and moaning about, I beat in 15 minutes on a much harder difficulty than he was playing on, and I was like, I don't know what the I don't know what the fucking big big deal is. I'm like I don't I really do not know what you're talking about. This game is not that bad. Is not that Jeffy bad. is just so funny because he he is like Adam Sandler in that he just doesn't grow up. He's like just perpetually a man child. Yeah, I, I yeah I don't I, I don't get. It. I still want to give it a returnal because that that means more to me. Because here's the deal, Miles. Here's the difference. Here's the difference. I feel like between David Jaffe versus um Metroid Dread discourse versus Returnal discourse. The, is, I think you won this course. Yeah, I won. Is you you won? Like you 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 won? At, like at everybody clowns on David Jaffe. I don't even know if he makes content anymore. I gotta be honest. I don't. Again, I used to like I used to get recommended his fucking videos back when he was doing like podcast and live streams and stuff like a few months ago. And I, I was thinking about him the other day. I was like, man, I haven't seen or gotten recommended any of his stuff. I don't even know if he's fucking making shit. So y'all won. Meanwhile, I fucking lost with fucking Returnal. Everyone, everyone, they, they, they fucking kowtowed. They, they did put in 
eventually they did put in some kind of fucking quick save months and months months after the fact and people still bitch and moan about the game being too hard and people act like that is an acceptable opinion to have about the game is that it's is that it's too hard and that it's unaccessible inaccessible it is you, not you know accessible. That, you know what it genuinely reminds me of? It genuinely reminds me of how, like, you'll you'll see, like, a video on Death Stranding, right? Someone will make a video on Death Stranding, which has, like, 6,000 views. And and you only get recommended this shit if you watch a lot of Death Stranding content. Like, it'll be, like, someone doing, like, a co- like, like, doing some cool trick or, like, having a clutch moment. And there will just be, like like two or three people in the comments who just found this video to to just be like oh, it was walking sim bro where's the gameplay like on a video that demonstrates interesting gameplay moments people will just be like oh my god it's walking sim like like this genuinely feels like we will never escape that there are just morons that that like donkey said you know what i was wrong the game's fun it's not a great game but it's a fun game he's i was i was wrong there's fun gameplay here like you you have you have all these you know like great critics who are like yeah it's really deep and interesting but we're never getting away from morons being like it's a fucking delivery amazon should have been a movie like returnal is going to be that game forever where like you will know better I will know better. People with skill will know better. People with intellect will know better. But people will forever be like, oh, Returnal, that's that five-hour triple-A game. Yeah, it's that game with no content that's too hard. I can't do it. It's like, fuck. I, I was actually I was actually in a stream chat. I was talking about, uh, like, we were discussing, like, like, hype for games and i was like you know it's funny because when death stranding was announced and it had all these actors i was like who are these people and they ended up giving and i said like they ended up giving great performances but like until then like i didn't care about any of these guys uh and someone just went oh death stranding you mean the walking sim and i added him and i said don't i will bury you with words and he did not respond he just like he just straight up like i think he knew how intense i felt about it through text and he just like he just didn't even respond to, to me. And it was the right choice. It wasn't the right choice. He made the right choice in avoiding this lunatic who cares too much. But, like, that is going to be you with Returnal, where you're just going to be in a place, right? And you're going to be like, yeah, I really like Returnal. And people are going to be like, I'm losing my like, mind just thinking about this happening, Miles. Yeah. Is, I'm losing my mind like five hour thinking game? About it. Isn't that that one game that, like, had Isn't no it that content? game that's inaccessible? Isn't it that game that hates disabled people? people is it that game is that the game that you like yes it is that game yes it is it is the game i like what are you gonna do about it that's that's why i want to i want to give it a return that's why despite an excellent an excellent nominee and and i truly mean that in david jaffe versus metroid dread discourse i i I still got to give it a return the thing is, you're right. They did win. They did win. The heroes won, right? They, the hero, yeah. the, 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 the heroes hero, won. The right? heroes won in the end. Like th- this is the David Jaffe versus Metroid Dread is the good ending. It is. It is the Zack Snyder Justice League four hour cut where like justice was served. No pun intended. We got the better version of the movie. Yeah. So it's like all good. All's well that ends well, right? You know. Yeah.
Meanwhile, I'll I'll have to deal with these people for the rest of my fucking I life, can, dude. I can people won't tell even, you. dude. People won't even know, dude. People don't even won't even know that the game is a quick save now. I bet you, people are still people in the comments who are bitching and fucking moaning as we speak. As as an ardent Death Stranding defender who, like, this is my life now, I have opted into a life of having to deal with idiots who are going to think they're right forever. I can only say, welcome to the club, Sam. And this year's award for worst gaming take, sponsored by, sponsored second, by second Look, <laughs> goes to... Returnal is too, is too hard. hard slash inaccessible. I think I think Retur Returnal is inaccessible specifically is like the real take is the That's real worst take. But 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 letter. because because it's it's not only like awful in the sense that it's just like incorrect and wrong. It's like a dangerous statement. It is a statement yeah. that ref that that reflects it very it it it. it Reflects, it reflects a, a patronizing reading of the disabled, of of the disabled, and also gives a point paints a unfair negative look at not only the game but the people who made it. So yeah, that's that's the worst fucking gaming take. Thank you, David Jaffe. Sorry, we've not invited you to the to the live show, but you didn't win. Uh, maybe next year. <laughs> maybe next year. <laughs> no one's gonna remember you next year, David Jaffe. You remember Drawn to Death? I don't. Yeah, I remember that game, actually. I never played it, though. It didn't look very Apparently good. Apparently, it's shit. Apparently, it's like, dog yeah, shit. One of those games that got fucked because Sony made it a free-to-play game, like, two-thirds of the way through development. So, like, That's it's hard to, hard to, hard to play, put the blame all on them. But, uh, but yeah. That was a, that was a, that was a fun one. Miles, we're, we're coming near the, uh, we're, we're coming near the end of the show. I think it is time... To wrap this up, unless let's see, is there if there are any other ones on here that I want to particularly do? Uh, best catharsis was a category we kind of already did that with biggest. Cum That's moment. biggest cum, yeah. Biggest um, cum. I have I wrote a couple of I wrote a couple of like Sam King categories of 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 shit. If you want to hear, I did best manga that I read this year, best big YouTube video of the year. I think we can skip those categories. Um, I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna guess the best YouTube video of the year is Disney Fast Passes from Defunct Land. I, I'm, it's nominated. I rewatched it a couple days ago, and that have you seen that video by the way, Miles? No, I I, I don't really care that much. It, here's the thing, I don't either, <laughs> and I watched it twice. <laughs> Shit's fucking unbelievably a lot. Queuing theory is fascinating. Um, and this video proves it. I also want to, I'm just going to read off my best big YouTube videos. We don't, I don't want to sure. discuss or come up with an answer. I just want to list the nominees for best big YouTube video, which means 30 minutes and up, by the way, meta micro videos by Matthew Matosis, the best, worst, and weirdest of Codemasters F1 by Racefic, Lost Was Weird by Billiam, The Dark Reality of Los Angeles by Glink. Talladega, NASCAR's Most Feared Track by Emp Lemon. The Ocarina of Time Review by Running Shine. Disney Fast Pass, A Complicated History by Defunct Land. And Action Button Reviews, Tokimeki Memorial by Tim Rogers. Those are my nominees. Um, I probably have to give it a Defunct Land, but I've watched all these videos like multiple times. Like, they're all incredible. 
Uh, and I recommend you watch all of them. They're very good. Even if you don't think you give a shit about the source material. They're that good. But that's... Let's, let's go right into... Now, Miles, do you want to do best episode? Or do you just want to um, do best bit? I want to do one more. I want to do one, okay. one, cool. one thing. Okay? I want to do the fattest L of the year. The fattest L. The of fattest the year. L. All right. So give me, I have, a descri- give me a description for for what you see as ideal nominees for the fattest L. Why? Why the, I wrap my brain. The ideal nominee for the fattest L is someone who puts something out into the world and lost so thoroughly because of either their poor behavior or because of just like. Or just, like, they they tried... Like, so, for example, it could be a company, right? Like, Mixer from 2020 would have won Fattest L. Right? That's a fat L. That was a fat L. I want to nominate for Fattest L of 2021, Lindsay Ellis. Lindsay Ellis going down in burning flames because she could not simply say sorry or simply not acknowledge it. Quit her fucking lucrative job, fired eight people, and left them without health insurance via paywall Patreon post. They did not find this out through a company memo, through a meeting, through personal contact with Ellis. She fired them and told them all they are without health insurance through a paywall exclusive Patreon post. Okay, hold on. Can we can we back herself? up here? I thought yes. this was about Ray of the Last Dragon being a mid-ass movie that's based off Avatar. Yeah, exactly. And it spiraled into her quitting her job. Was she not a full-time YouTuber? No, she was a full-time YouTuber. She and quit she quit doing content creation. Oh, oh shit! Really? Over the Raya the Last Dragon shit. That's amazing. I so, did yeah, not know that's that. That's my nomination I, for fattest L of the year. Oh, fuck. What's going to be really... Hold on. I Hold on. I'm sorry. I got to see this. I got to see it with my own eyes. I'm going to get some more. Dude, the on. first thing that came up, Lindsay Ellis quit YouTube. Uh, the last... Okay. The last video was from two months ago, which for... For a channel like her, for for big essay channel like hers, isn't super suspicious. But I will take your word that she quit YouTube. Did she quit YouTube? She she announced I, that she's quitting via Patreon paywall exclusive. Amazing. Letter. That um, and the, the other thing is that like is the is the uh, fucking like the 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 paywalled exclusive. I cannot emphasize this enough. You have to pay to find out why she was quitting. Um, included her basically saying like I'm as persecuted as like certain like there was this this trans woman who wrote a story called I identify as attack hel- as an attack helicopter. Do you remember this? Oh, oh, dude, how could I forget? Yeah, the sci-fi story about actually like becoming an attack helicopter in the military, like 
and it was this whole like sci like this like action-packed like sci-fi i think it won a hugo award like everyone loved I, this hey, story I, I play ace combat i know what it's like to feel like you're a machine that flies i get it yeah like like that was the thing and it was just like her being like like her as a trans person being like wouldn't it be actually kind of fucking dope and interesting and also dystopic if like you actually could be an attack helicopter become an attack helicopter yeah and and so it's it straddles the line between power fantasy and and um and like dystopic discussion about weaponizing you know the concept of identity um and it was this great story everyone loved it but like there were these fucking morons on on like leftist twitter and trans spaces who were like what if she's not even trans what if she's not even trans and she's making fun of us? And they, like, just fucking cannibalized this woman's, like, mental health because she did not have Twitter. And because she did not have a social media presence, people could not find out if she was trans or not. So they just turned on the story just in case. Dude, that, oh, my God. I, I, I am so, I hate, this is a, such a thing on Twitter where Twitter people will assume the worst and get mad the at the fact that they assumed the worst it's so funny yeah. like this fucking and like so, did you see this like logan paul shit with the game boys the other day i hate no, to fucking no. date the episode so logan paul did this resin art with 15 game boys and everybody lost their mind over it because he's like how could you destroy this precious rare hardware that 118 million of them exist in the fucking wild how dare this man destroy 15 even though we don't even know if that he removed the parts from them we don't even know They've just, people just assumed that they're all that that. that <laughs> uh, you know what they yeah, say like, about so, assuming. So in this in this fucking post, in this post, she's like, "Yeah, I'm just as like." She basically says, "Like it's just like the Isabel Fall situation where I've been I've been persecuted because of my opinions and because I'm a vulnerable like whatever." And it's like, no, it's a completely different situation, and you're fucking wrong, and you're and you're you're pity sympathized fishing and all this shit and she kept talking about like how people don't like her because she's a woman and women are easily controlled in discourse spaces and like she's basically just like like whinging about the fact that she could not take the heat that twitter was mean to her and so she has to quit the internet instead of doing the thing a professional would do which is to just not be on the bird app fuck yeah can, now, that, so now she, I, she's my nominee for fattest L. That that's a. Here's the deal. Like, she quit. She quit, and she had a huge fucking audience. And she stopped stopped doing it because she said, <laughs> "It's so funny. It's so funny when you when you know when you know that this L was taken." Oh, off of the, genuinely the most innocuous comment ever that yeah. sh no one should have even gotten mad at. And we're here. We're here. And, and not only that, that, that she could have easily escaped and dodged if she didn't make a two hour video about cancel culture, about how she was a victim of cancel culture. So amazing so incredible and what's so funny is if you look at her channel mask off came out half a year ago and four other videos came out and did relatively well on the channel obviously because mask off is a drama video it has twice as many views as the other stuff on our channel but her stuff was still getting good good viewership so for all intents and purposes she could have moved past it but just chose not to which let me reiterate to people you are only ever canceled if you choose to be no one has ever been 
canceled by the public and couldn't come back. You You're know, only Kevin canceled Spacey's if you choose to stay canceled. Kevin Spacey is in a movie again. Exactly. A lot of and a lot of people who t- took a break or whatever after Heat was on him and, and came back. But you can you you can do it. You're only canceled if you uh, if you let it happen. If you actually let it happen, you. Um. Now, I'd like to make a nomination for okay. fattest L of the year. And that's Digi Bro. Ooh, but was that this year? Was, was that was this Digibro? year? Okay, okay. So, so there's like multiple, there's like multiple angles to this, right? What really sealed the deal for me is that the Void Gazers X Content Cop video, um, is like just unbelievable entertainment. That video is insane and incredible, but all factors, all factors of the of the Digibro L. From removing all the content people actually liked. From just committing to garbage. Like just committing to garbage that nobody came to see. And nobody wants to see. To inserting. Like to just not making any really interesting analysis content into losing you know, all the reason why people were even there and to just completely half-ass all this Patreon content that was so easy to fucking do and get done for people and you just, you still couldn't do it. It's like uh, multiple factors. Just, just multiple factors. Like, like, just airing your fucking crazy, like, dirty laundry and your drama and shit in like a fucking... Like, Inside Edition, TMZ-type fucking videos <laughs> next level. So this is, um, this is tough, because that is a great nomination, and that saga is wonderful. <coughs> um, and so I actually propose we leave this up to the viewers. This is our one and only People's Choice Crack. Choice for who, Fattest L! Who took the fattest L this year? Lindsay Ellis or Digibro? Yes. B- vote now on your phone. <laughs> sponsored. Who's this? Who's the fattest L Awards? Sponsored by Mixer. <laughs> yes. Sponsored by Mixer. Sponsored by David Jaffe. <laughs> <laughs> David Jaffe could have won if he didn't lose. I guess he is the fattest L because he lost his own award for worst take. He got he, yeah he yeah he's definitely up there for 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 fat L because that's a hella L that's, that's a, a hella that's L. A, but here's the thing it's an L that collapsed his fucking social media presence in two months like the Lindsay Ellis saga and the Digibro saga lasted yeah like, like the Digibro the saga is still going like like the Digibro channel or the Yig Studio channel excuse me is on fucking life support uh <laughs> right now and. And and no one's coming back. And Lindsay Ellis purposefully nuked her channel. So it's like... <laughs> oh, oh, can I nominate another? Can I nominate another? This, you won't know who these are, but I got also nominate Fresh and Fit for biggest L of the year. The, another, another channel that no joke has taken like 
six L's in six months <laughs> from like so so just so Miles just so you know they ch- um Fresh and Fit uh started beef with this other uh YouTube comedy duo called Abba and Preach I'm a big fan of uh and Fresh and Fit call out preaches like they call out Preach they they challenge him to a fucking fight. And they make and they make fun of his wife and his and his home country and all this shit. So Preach says, "Okay, I'm gonna be in Miami next week. Actually, or I'm gonna be in the states next week. I'll fly down to Miami and we'll we'll get it going and we'll do a fight. And then they backpedal and they're like, "No, no, 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 no. We gotta put, like put money up or whatever. We gotta make this big event. Uh, Five hundred thousand dollars." And he goes, "Okay, <laughs> <laughs> sure, I'll give you five hundred thousand dollars to do the fight." And they backed out of it. And so they looked like total clowns. And uh Fresh and Fit, if you don't know, are they're like a they're like one of those um like uh like be like uh like get chicks type channel. Oh uh, like and prank invasion. Like uh, not the... not like not really like prank invasion, but like uh they're they talk about like like get, getting girls or whatever. Uh and like getting money and like Ryan Jawsimus, like Yeah. Like, like be like being like superior men is like the kind of content they they, they like, sort of make like that in that kind of sense. Make more money, entrepreneurship. Yeah, nothing's more alpha shit. than fucking backing out of a fight. Yes, and nothing, uh, and there's nothing more alpha than <laughs> than uh, uh, paying women on like hookup sites. Uh, <laughs> and, and, uh, Which I'm assuming and also saying, happened to them. Another, yes, another and, and L saying, the month. Yeah, and saying that uh, they uh, will take. Um, and and, uh, and offering um clout for sex uh, and offering uh clout for sex and all this sh- and all this shit all this alpha shit um so yeah, they also deserve to be on the list for for fattest L although I don't know if they, I don't know if they they cross over with the crack house audience probably not that's that's tough um, that's 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 like that's pretty like surface level YouTube drama and I think our audience is is a little like they live under the crust of the earth. <laughs> Yeah, they don't. They don't know this. They don't know this beef. They don't know this beef. They only know the gross stew. They only know the gross Digi Bro and Lindsay Ellis stew. The Lindsay Ellis uh, and and Digi Bro Cholent. <laughs> I don't think anyone here knows what Cholent is. I don't know what Cholent. Chol- is. Cholent is a is a Jewish dish that is made to be eaten on the Sabbath because you can't cook on the Sabbath because it. it I mean, you you can on a fire. No one's I gonna guess. kill you. No one is gonna kill you if you cook anything on the, on Sabbath. It's it's a belief. You can't use electricity on the Sabbath. It's a day of rest, and so you're supposed to let everything rest, including including In- electronics, including power. Yeah, including power. So like. So, like, if you cook something on a fire, you can cook something. But, like, Cholent is this thing that's just, like... Wait a minute, so fire doesn't get a break on the Sabbath? What the fuck is this shit? Fuck fire. So, Cholent is, like, beans and raw egg and, like, beef and stew. And it's, like, cooked 12 hours prior to eating it. And it looks like baby barf. Like, it's disgusting. (laughs) Fucking awesome. Just Google Cholent. Just Google Cholent. (laughs) <laughs> the Cholent sponsored uh yeah and so this year's fattest l goes l brought to, to you by the sabbath yeah brought to you by shabbat goes to the audience p 
pick. You decide who took the fattest L of the year between fresh and fit. I mean, we need a fourth. We need a fourth. Yeah, we need a fourth one for Twitter. Yeah, fuck it, David one. Jaffe. Fuck it, David yeah, Jaffe. Yeah, all right, David Jaffe. So your nominees are David, your David nominees Jaffe. are Digibro, Fresh and Fit, and Lindsay Ellis, Lindsay Ellis and, David, and Jaffe. David Jaffe. Okay, all right, I'm good with that. Vote, vote on Twitter, and then. <laughs> And then let's wrap this show up with best bit, Miles. Okay. All right. What I don't. Do we got? I, I don't really. I don't really want to do best episode. Yeah. I'm fine uh, with that. I, I. I think it is more interesting to do best bit. Now, Miles, I have one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I have eleven nominees. Oh my god. For best bit, and I really want to take some time and talk about each one of these nominees because this is. I'm fine. This with is that, the yeah. pristine cracking. Right here. This is this, this is, is the our crack everybody of the comes year. for. Yeah, this yeah. is the cracky of the year, and it, and it, and it's and it's awarded to the best bit. Your eleven nominees for Crack House best bit are zooier than thou. Multiple episodes. Funny action guy from Funny Action Guy. Booty smile from Booty Smile. Redo of Healer from multiple episodes. Tino Skinner and Beat go to Applebee's from Tino Skinner and Beat go to Applebee's. The boys go to Great Wolf Lodge from Memetic Boomers at the Great Wolf Lodge. Here comes the rope from Here Comes the Rope. Tiddlywinks vocabulary from Potting a Squapped Wink. Name those Patrick Stump lyrics from songs on Jack Garland's <laughs> iPhone. The boys lose an episode from Lost 77. And Sam gets attacked by an enemy stand multiple episodes. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my These God. These are the 11, in my opinion, when I put together the list, funniest, most iconic bits from the year. This is all right. We do have to discuss this. We actually have to break this down. And I and I actually get the feeling that this might be a contentious award. I this think might so be a too. contentious award because I I have a feeling whatever we settle on, and we are gonna have to settle on one. There yeah. can only be one. Be one. Um. And and whatever we settle on, I think a lot of people are not gonna be are are gonna say no. The other one should have won. So I'm I'm. We have to be careful with this one. But Sam, I want to I want to get us started by asking you what, in your opinion, is the weakest bit. Let's get rid of the weakest link on this. I think I want to cut the first one that comes to mind that I want to cut is redo of healer. I because, was, I was actually yeah. I was because, gonna say funny action guy, but you're right. Redo of healer is so weak that I forgot that it was nominated this year, <laughs> and you just read the nominations. Fun, uh, re, re, we'll, we'll get to, funny action guy will get its time in the spotlight okay, but okay. redo of healer i feel like was really was like it's a bit that's like trying to capture lovecraft country again in redo of healer was just not as interesting as a piece of media as it yeah. was the lovecraft country which so specifically pissed off you specifically where Redo of Healer was like Lovecraft Country was was an affront and and a disappointment. Redo of Healer was like an oddity and something that I watched because it was so fucked up that I found it interesting. 
And and it's just it's not that funny of a bit. I was actually surprised that it was on here because while I don't think that it's a bad bit at all, I, I just don't think it's on the level. I just don't think it's on the level. Yeah, so let's let's cut let's cut re redo of healer and I'm gonna mark it in my mark it in my phone that it's that it's been been a, a, a removed from the from the discussion. It's been you could almost say that we cast zap zap on it. Oh baby. Oh baby, we're bringing the nostalgia today. Yeah. So you said the first one that you wanted to cut was funny action guy. Yeah, but then you brought up redo of healer and I was like, "Oh yeah, you're right." Cuz funny action guy was was it was one that I heard and I was like, "Yeah, I remember that being kind of funny, but like the other ones on this list, I think are like are are they they make me smile." They it's, make me yeah. fucking smile I, every time. I will they make say, me I, they make my booty smile, if you will. Yeah, before yeah, but now before we cut funny action guy, I, I just wanna say that whenever I hear the name funny action guy or think about funny action guy or say funny action guy, the pistons in my brain go go crazy and I just cannot control myself. <laughs> That's very thing. It's that, so I think you utterly think- funny to me. That's the thing is, I think you think funny action guy is funnier action guy than I do. Uh, <laughs> where, like, where for me, I would replace funny action guy with notorious P.I.G. funny. Describing oh, things fuck. as notorious P.I.G. funny is so much funnier to me than funny action guy. Hold that. Can we, hold that. All right. I'm going to put notorious P.I.G. on the list. That was, uh, that was one I forgot about. Um, like describing things for a while as notorious, notorious PIG. What if you said something was funny and I would go, but is it notorious PIG funny? <laughs> notorious PIG funny, which of course uh, originated in Space Jam, but has been used in, in Space Jam. Episodes. Yeah, Space Jam. Um, your substitute nominee. I guess is it in place of funny action guy or is no, it No, we'll put it in place of redo a healer. We'll put it in place of redo. Okay, a healer. okay, yeah. We'll put it in place of redo a healer. And cut that from the list. Uh and we will we will X day funny action guy from the list. Although I did want to make sure that got a nominee cuz that shit cracks me the fuck up. I'm I'm really happy frankly cuz like for me I was just it was just one of those things that I I mean it truly is the is the the sus miser of of like things where I I I I said it, and I thought like, okay, whatever. Sam Sam probably laughed and chuckled and thought that was it, and then that just became a whole thing, right? <laughs> like where where I did not know that you thought funny action guy was this funny. Similar to like like the time that I sat you down to watch uh, Mr. S- uh, Imposter, I thought that was a total bust. <laughs> And then it was like, nah, dude, it just took, it did, I just needed two minutes to fully process how funny it was before I could, like, start quoting it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, this might be a, this might be a hot one to cut early, but I, I kind of want to do it because it's, it's kind of in the same boat, although it's much better than, than Redo Feeler. I kind of want to cut zooier than now because to me, I now here's the deal. I have a different relationship with with zooier than now. Like phony action guy, 
there is definitely a discrepancy between how much both of us like yeah. the Zooier Than Now. To me, what's funny about Zooier Than Now nomination is that it's denoted as a multiple episodes. Because <laughs> it, it it is... Because similar to Redo of Healer, where I was like scrolling... Because for the record, if you were curious as to how I came up with this list, I went back through our catalog of episodes from January... Uh, the first week of January... Uh, which were the last crackies um, to th- to this show, and read the description of each episode, and that jogged my memory for bits and moments that happened. Uh, obviously, Notorious Pig uh, was something that wasn't directly listed. In yeah, the it was not so in, the, why, uh, in the. That's why I, it slipped my mind. And I'm sure, for the record, by all means, please tweet at us, send us in your Discord, your favorite. Here, here's here's the, the thing: we, we forgot like we forgot like like that autism stuff, the spawn stuff. I think was this year. Like like there's yeah. a lot that we were missing. Yeah, there were yeah there was some stuff where 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 like that stuff was funny. But I wasn't like, oh, I gotta put that. I gotta put that on the list. No, you know? I think the list that you put together is brilliant. I think this is a heater list. But like, yeah, like the like I would also cut the Zooier Than Now content. Cause like I I think that like for me, like Zooier Than Now is not funny. I think it is an interesting What's point of conversation. funny is how often it comes up. That's, yeah, okay, that's what's fair. funny about the bit. Is that like I really do believe it's the fact that it keeps coming up is what's funny about it. Because those guys live rent-free in my brain. Just the idea that out in the world, it, there is a zoophile podcast that is exactly like our podcast, but it's about fucking animals without asking first. Like, that to me is such an oddity that I can't stop thinking about it. And then... <laughs> that shit, yeah. That, it's, it's, it's great. It's great. Deserve to be nominated. It's not gonna win though. It's not, not, not gonna win. That's the ratchet and clank rift apart of apart. our list. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, probably should have been nominated. Definitely shouldn't win. Um, and then similar to Funny Action Guy, I feel like I also got to cross. We also got to cross out. Here comes the rope. Which I yeah. feel like here, here comes the rope is in funny action. I are like are in the same category of like just a really like such a funny statement. The here the, comes the, the joke rope. of them both is that you can sum them up as a single reference. It is so easy to just say here comes the rope, it's the rope, and and you picture the shirt. And you picture the conversation, you remember how, how funny it was. Like, when we, like, I, I, this is not nominated. And frankly, by the way, if it was nominated, it would have won immediately. The Justin Gets AIDS episode. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. we would both have nominated Wake Up Kids' New Coconut Fred on Not TV. Fred on TV, yeah, absolutely. Where, where if, that yeah, For all intents and purposes, that, just for the record, since I don't think we did best bit on last year's show, Coconut Fred on TV is best bit from last year. Yeah. Um... Easily. Um, and, and like, like where, where there is a lot of really funny parts of that episode, like the rape ring from, uh, from, uh, 13 reasons why, yes. or, um, or, or just, just the phrase Justin got AIDS, but like the entirety of the, the kids WB, uh, modern music, like Lou Bega, that whole thing, that entire slice of the episode is funny where like where the thing about the coconut fred bit is just how we sum up what is ultimately a gigantic thing like again with booty smile and the charmin bears like that is so 
all-encompassing. It encompasses a Spotify rant, an issue with ads on on audio-based platforms, the Charmin Bears. It's about something. It's about something. Like when you when you say the booty smile, like when you say booty smile from booty smile, you're talking about 30 minutes of content. Content. Where where here comes the rope is 30 minutes of content, but it's 30 minutes of content about one very specific thing, and it doesn't really evolve. It's just that is such a funny phrase, and it's just a funny shirt. But it's a funny action guy. Yeah, it's funny action guy. Yeah. It's it's the same yeah it's the same sort of thing where I feel like the uh, yeah, rest of the here's the thing so we have one funny action guy and then we have funny action guy shirt which is multiple uh <laughs> multiple bits uh so so that edges out because it has yeah. one, it's one more bit than funny action guy which is just funny action guy is what's, just funny action guy yeah here's the thing what's better than one funny action guy funny action guys so like that is what here comes the rope is. Now, okay, so we we've erased three of the eleven. The next one on the list that I want to cut, that I feel that needs to probably go at this point in the discussion, is the boys go to Great Wolf Lodge, which I might be a bit, which might be a bit. That I remember as way funnier than it actually is. Because when I think about this bit, it cracks me the fuck up. The thing about it, though, is that the best version of the bit, and the reason that I imagine that there is a disconnect between our audience and us, is that off screen we got maybe 20 more minutes of Great Wolf Lodge content just between the two of us. Where we talk yeah. about, like, the Great Wolf Lodge in, Lodge Afghanistan. in Afghanistan. Like, we just go, we go <laughs> further into it. And, like... That is funnier to us, but I don't think it made it into the episode. I, I don't. It did. It. It did not. But like, I, I'm sorry, gang. I'm sorry, gang. There is very little on this earth that is more hysterical than a Great Wolf Lodge stationed in Afghanistan. It's, there it's is fucking good. It's so funny. Uh. But you're right. It, I mean, and this we we are making a lot of tough decisions. We are we are. This is Sophie's choice. We have eleven children, and we're shooting ten of them in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah. So, but 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 boys go to Grateful Lodge. That's that bit's got to go. That bit's got to go. And then we're getting here's we're getting another to some that are near and dear to my heart. So this this is gonna get tougher and tougher. Yeah, we're yeah, and and I I gotta bring up one that I think needs to get cut. That's really shitty. I, I I feel really bad about cutting because I know it's such a personal favorite for you, but I feel like name those Patrick Stump lyrics. Yeah, I knew that. Was, here's the thing: this whole time I've been dreading that ending up on the chopping block because that shit makes me laugh so much. That shit, like whenever I I think about it, and you just like I'll just play the the clip, and then you'll just go, "What the fuck?" Like just like. <laughs> complete confusion or the just the editing of it as well where i'll like play the clip for a second and then you'll be like wait i'll play it again like i going back through it and hearing it again i think is really fucking funny i truly believe is really fucking funny but like you're right we are making tough cuts and i was gonna say the, the tough cut after this would be notorious pig even though we yeah. just put it on the list even though yeah we just we just got it on the list well i feel like notorious pig funny is a better bit than Redo of Healer and of the 11 bits, I'd rather Resorius B- uh, yeah. be there. Absolutely. So, and, but and with we, that being said, we wanted to give it cut. its flowers. We wanted to give it its flowers because it did last a while. It was genuinely funny to, to bring it up every time. 
Um, it was notorious P.I.G. funny, to bring it up every time, if you will. But, like, yeah, that and the Patrick Stump lyrics, so close to my heart, but tough decisions gotta be made. Yeah. And, and speaking of another tough decision, th- this <laughs> this one hurts me, but we gotta do it. I, Sam gets attacked by an enemy stand user for multiple <laughs> yeah. episodes. Unfortunately, he has to get the axe. That shit has only gotten fun. That shit, I think, is the most recent bit Yeah, on here. Uh, so maybe a little recency bias, but I'm fucking sorry. It what sells this bit for me is not the first time we do it, but the time it comes back in the next episode. <laughs> out of like out of nowhere, like I kind of forgot we did the bit, and I was complaining about not being able to get Taco Bell or something, and you just shout, "King for the day." <laughs> Is and gold. It, it, came, it came back. It did come back. That's the thing. I think King for a Day has has legs, and I don't. I think it might not be the last time we hear from it. This episode may not be the last time we hear from King for a Day, uh, but but it's too new. It doesn't have the legacy status. And when yeah. you're doing a Cracky's Award, you can't just go. You have to go with what you know is truly legendary. Yeah, and and, and yeah, and there's definitely and here's the deal. I like. Again, last year, uh, like a multi-episode bit from last year, I would nominate is the 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 Jeffrey Epstein in a android body saga. That, you know what? That actually might have won last year too. Yeah, it's yeah, that could have Fred. It would have been really yeah, tough between the two. It's a, a tough call, and yeah, and if you're curious, because I think there might have been a, be a little bleed in, like. But like the shoots and ladders match, that's all 2020 shit, right? Because that was during yeah, the, no, the like the season. only the only recent. Uh, jeffrey epstein lore that we brought into it and and what i will say is we off screen we had a conversation where i talked about the jeffrey epstein thing and and i i made sam make a promise uh that uh that that's the truth that's the american truth we're sticking to it and i said to him and i quote we'll do this for the next four years it will not be funny but we have to keep doing it and we have just like continued to say to each other, it will not be funny. Not be funny. <laughs> yeah, like where where that's just like that is the unofficial motto of Miku's Crack House. Is just we'll get on the show and it will not be funny. But we're gonna do the stupidest shit ever. And it works out it works out every fucking time, except for the times when it doesn't. Alright, I'm I'm count I think we are down to four. Let me check. One Okay. Two, three, four. Yep, we are down to the final four. And I'm going to relist them just so we all know, and, and then we can have a real big discussion, I think, about each bit, and then we'll decide from there. Yes. Booty Smile. Tino Skinner and Beat go to Applebee's. Tiddlywinks vocabulary in the boys lose an episode. Sam, I think we have to discuss what is the weakest link here, and I think, as tough as it is, the boys lose an episode is the weakest link of the top three. It, the, I, I of the top four. You, you mean? Oh, sorry, I think so four, too. Yeah. I, I I think so. I uh, listing all those off like that. That's the one that screams the most. You gotta go. Yeah, 
Um, it's it is funny, and especially like how bad Lost seventy seven turned out on multiple occasions. Yeah, like the fact like, that the intro is too early in the in the episode because it got moved on the timeline further back, and I forgot to move it like to the stopping point of the episode. There, there's or, like, like the all fact this that I shit. exported it. Yeah, I exported it with half the episode missing just and and the fact that we recorded it but the audio was terrible yeah there's like there so what i why here's why i put this on the list it's twofold the first is at the aforementioned meta element of the boys lose an episode but then there's the actual bit in lost 70 the lost 77 bit yeah, in where, Lost where Seventy Seven, where it's, it's a, a, a Lost Media episode. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, it's a blame it on Jorge Lost Media discussion <laughs> bit. The Lost Seventy Seven episode is still one of the most coveted parts of the Crack House fandom to this day. <laughs> Fans of Crack House have been hoping to hear the Lost Seventy Seven episode ever since the upload of the replacement episode on November 17th in 2021. Also yeah, like titled Lost 77. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just funny. Like, that bit is, like, really funny to me. That's why I've kept it in the running so long. Is but it I does feel like have to go. That Yeah, but it, do, it does have to go. And then... We are down to three of the hardest decisions I have ever had to make in my honestly, life. Honestly, in these, and I and I like this because booty smile is a fun. Again, as you said, there's a lot to this bit. It's like a Spotify that's a thirty rant. minute sequence. It's an ad bit. It's about DJ Khaled. Um, it's about again. We're not do, we're not doing best episode of the year, but booty smile might be it because that's also the Mean Creek. Yeah. Rant episode, which also maybe could have even been nominated on this list because that shit's really funny. Oh um, yeah, no, a booty smile is is our episode of the year unofficially. Um, yeah, but but and it's tough because what we have to decide now is is it just because it's the best episode is it also the best bit? Because the other bits that we have, I love, and and it is ironic. It is ironic because two of these bits are mine and one of them is yours. Yeah, and and of the three that are on this list. I love them a lot, but I don't want to keep my own interests and lose Tino, Skeet, Skeeter, and Beaner going to Applebee's. <laughs> Tino, Beat, and Tino, Skinner. Skinner, and Beat go to Applebee's because it's just this evolving saga of a painting. It, I mean, it, it is, is like is watching someone minutes. paint. It yeah. is 30 minutes. It is like watching someone paint. Or draw something where, like, you don't know what they're drawing, but by the end, it's this beautiful work of art, and it all started with a single line, and and it's such a beautiful moment. And of the three, even though this is one of my favorites, I think that that tiddlywinks terminology has to go. I think it has to go. But before, but before we 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 officially do that. Let's talk about this bit and give it its fucking flowers. Oh, the yeah. The John Lennon memorial, <laughs> memorial shot. shot is so fucking funny. I, what's great about it, though, is it's just... I mean, it is like we, we go on things and we just read lists sometimes, right? We did that with the IMDB yeah. last yeah. week. We did that with the, the crazy top 50, you know, of the decade list. Yeah, most crazy games. Yeah, the, those crazy, like, D Diablo 3 was, like, number two on the list or something. Like, just a very crazy list, right? Um, 
and 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 like we do that every now and then. But I think that was the first time where we where we just read a list and we had almost no content of our own because we were just going through it and I was just giving you the names and you were just and the up. definitions and of the, the definitions move and like what it is. Which, which is why I, I can't keep it in the running, but it is just so funny that that we just we just got to these words that just killed us. Like like you have you know, and 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 the fact that the terminology layers. Like when we were talking about like whatever it is, like to frob or whatever, which is to pot a squapped wink. Squapped wink. Which which is just like like that sentence is incomprehensible if you don't understand. The rules of tiddlywinks to begin with, which neither of us do, um, and and we got to the John Lennon, yeah, Lennon the good shot, shot. The, uh, or the good shot, not which has nothing to do with the quality of the shot and everything to do with the man who made the shot being named like John Good or something good. like that, and and just the and the thought of the John Lennon memorial shot being something that when John Lennon died, someone like made the shot and they went. That's for you, John. John Lynn. That's for you. <laughs> the shot is just so fucking funny that there's a move. Like, <laughs> can you imagine in basketball? There's a, there's some kind of fadeaway you can do, and it's like, uh, yeah, that's the the Kobe helicopter crash memorial dunk. <laughs> Like or but here's the thing about the John Lennon memorial shot. John Lennon got did not shot. play Tiddlywinks. He did not play Tiddlywinks. So like so so Oh, and you're right. He got shot. So it's kind of a disrespectful thing. But but in it would be like if in basketball someone said like, "Yeah, that's the David Bowie memorial shot." Or like or like or like, "Yeah, that's the Left Eye Lopez memorial shot." Where where like Left eye didn't play basketball. Like, what are you doing naming a shot after her? Because <laughs> she died in a plane crash. What are, you, what are you doing naming a shot after left eye Lopez? <laughs> yeah, I. You make a good point that it is a, a our the, the it's our bit because we laughed at these definitions but there's nothing innately original about it yeah and theoretically anyone could have done that bit they didn't <laughs> but they could have and, and that, that's and what that's separates why... us from the rest <laughs> that's and why I, this and is I an award-winning like, show and i will say this miles unlike potting a squap link booty smile and Tino Skinner and Beak uh, go to Applebee's. Our own, our crack as only content. Yeah, that shit you no, only. No one would ever bring either of those things to a podcast. You would never in five years because it might happen. Hear someone go in depth about because here's the thing: going in depth about how shitty Applebee's is pretty common, right? Yeah, the fact Been there, that you done brought. That. Yeah, the fact that you have brought Principal Skinner from The Simpsons, Tino Tonatini from The Weekenders, Weekenders and, and Beat, Beat from Jet from Set Jet Radio, Radio, Jet Set Radio, like it that that is funny. But also the fact that like, and what's great about this is that this is essentially a battle now between Miles versus Sam, where where these are I think our best bits of the year. And, yeah, and I, I truly love, I truly love that that it came down to this. I truly love that because Me too. 
because I don't know what your vote is for this year, but I am genuinely split because I did booty smile. I said booty smile. I, dude, so booty I feel smile like, is not the record. As... Do not feel bad because I feel the same feelings you feel for booty smile. I feel for Tino beating Skinner go to Apple. The, the thing about it is that I like booty smile is not as funny to me because I did booty smile. I was there. I was in my body doing booty smile. Where like for me, like to hear Tino Skinner and Beat go to Applebee's was wonderful. But at the same time, I like I don't. I don't know. I truly don't know because I also think that like booty smile is this fucking like king tier moment. But a on booty this show. smile is so fucking fun. Like boot. So like booty smile. <laughs> again, like it, it's both. What I like is bo- again both these bits. It's like one bit's yours, one bit's mine, but both bits are relatively extensive. I think. Applebee's goes longer, but Booty Smile covers more shit. Which is what's tough. literally like, it, it truly it truly is this really difficult thing of like there are there are moments throughout Tino Skinner and Beat Go to Applebee's that like just like just fucking crush my windpipe. Like like when you start talking about the waitress where she's like 15%. And I gotta pay this bitch! This hoe! Like it's just like the I have not heard you that mad since you were talking about holes in your socks. Like, like th- there was a level of rage. There was a level of rage. You have, you have rarely. I think, I think it, you it comes from, it comes times. from a place of reality, right? Both yeah. of these, both these bits come from this, this, this seated place of reality where like, I've had too many experiences. While I have not gone to Applebee's with Tino, Skinner and Beat. I have gone to Applebee's with Tino, Skinner, and Beat black people before. Yeah. And and that's the thing that like like I think that the the only time you have achieved that level of rage since then is this episode discussing Returnal. Like where where there is truly something inside of you that is changed because of this experience. But with Booty Smile. And what makes it so difficult for me to just give it to Tino Skinner and Beat, because I love that bit. And I want to give you your flowers, because I love that. When I heard that, I was like, shit, that's it. Until you brought up Booty Smile, and I was like, fuck. The thing about Booty Smile is that it's so collaborative. It is so collaborative. It is. In that, in that we, like, you brought in that you, you sit down at the microphone. We do our class. The episode opens. Yeah, like and you say... Miles, do you know anything about SoundCloud ads? And it's off to the races. It's off to the fucking races for the greatest episode of 2021 easily. Where like where where it is instant and 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 Booty Smile starts at at frame one of the episode. It is it is literally a wake up super super on wake up like that that is that is what that 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 part is and it's just this multi-layered multi-faceted thing and so i i genuinely i am going to put it in your hands sam i'm gonna put it in i your i hands. i, I have you know what i have an idea okay best episode goes to booty smile because okay. not only is that an incredible bit in that episode that is probably we're both in agreement that that's a top, we're both in agreement that these are the top two bits of the year. Yeah. So not only does that episode have a, have a top two bit, it also has the Mean Creek shit, which is fucking hysterical. 
and some other elements of that episode too i remember being quite i would i would have to listen to it again but i remember laughing pretty much every second of that episode like it is just funny from start to finish but i genuinely think that like booty smile already won that and booty smile won another thing which is best miles rant i i i think that that Tino oh, dude, that's where we do the lump analysis, too, oh, is in the God. booty smile oh, episode. So so how about, okay, how about this? How about we do do this? Best bit, Tino, Skinner, and Beak go to Applebee's. Because I think it's got, it, that's, this is its one and only chance to win. I this think is the one category. And it deserves because, it. Because here's the deal. Tino, Skinner, and Beat, we talk about. This was the week Kentaro Mura died. Yeah. We talk about that. Uh, the Ghost Stories dub is in debate is in, again, which one best debate is in this episode. Probably, I feel easily our two best episodes. But I'm more than happy to give Booty Smile best episode and Tino Skinner and Beat best a bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, I, yeah, I think when it comes to bit, individual joke, Tino Skinner and Beat is a 30 fucking minute bit. It goes that, on and on, and, and it never on gets and old on. to me. It never yeah. gets old to me. Because it just, it keeps coming. And we keep, we keep painting this picture more and more. Uh, as, as, and especially just, like, the fact that, that, for me, it's just this funny lark. And for you, it is your Vietnam. <laughs> that this is so real in your mind. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. That's what it felt like when I was telling the story. I couldn't put it into words, but yeah, it did feel like Vietnam. Because, like, if you listen to me, like, during that episode, I'm just, like, cracking jokes. I'm throwing things out there. And, like, you you are, like, you are going through. You are going through step by step this experience. You're talking about the the sound of the fan and the televisions and the tape, like, the color of the tables. I'm pretty sure you're talking about, like, the color of the table and and just the fact that like oh yeah no and and there's one part where you're you're saying you you already know that you have your menu and I remember this delivery perfectly where one of your friends goes yeah I'm gonna need another minute like, <laughs> <laughs> and the delivery is <laughs> is so good <coughs> it kills me every time and so I I. I I I want to give it to Tino Skinner and be All right, Applebee's. let's do that. So so episode of the year, we will do that. The cracky for episode of the year, booty smile. The cracky for best bit of the year, Tino Skinner and Pico to Applebee's. Sponsored by <laughs> the Charmin Bears. It would be funny if the Charmin Bears sponsored the the best bit. And Applebee's sponsored best episode. Yeah, shit. That'd be funny. <laughs> no collusion at all. No collusion at all. <laughs> well, Sam, after the disastrous crackies of 2020. Yeah, this was great. Like, this I is a like great follow-up. We we have genuinely Sam, I feel like I just got circumcised. We are truly redeemed in the eyes of God. <laughs> this is a baptism. This was a yeah. baptism. We've I been feel, delivered. yeah, no, I feel very confident in that. Yeah, I think, you know what? Earlier, Miles, you said that people were going to be mad at what we chose as best bit. I have a feeling we both pas passionately described our thoughts on the bits. I fe feel like, not 
not everyone, but most of the true crackheads out there, I feel like are going to agree with us. I think, yeah, I think if they don't agree, they'll at least agree with the top three. I think the top yeah. three is, is really strong for this year. Um, and, and hey, you know what? If you don't agree, uh, you have fattest L to voice your, uh, <laughs> you can, voice you your can accept the fattest L award. Yeah. Um, yeah. so, so make sure to, uh, vote on fattest make, L. Yeah. Make sure. Yeah. Vote for who, who, who got, who, who ate the fattest L. Um, Lindsay Ellis. Uh, Digi bro. And it's, in the, fresh it's, and fit. it's in the fucking name. Lindsay Ellis. Come on. Like <laughs> she's got to win. Uh, Digi bro. Um, you know what I just realized? I was going to say Wings of Redemption, but that was 2020. Yeah, she plays from the police. <laughs> he can't, he can't have that, though. <laughs> no, he can't. And also, and also, he didn't even, like, he, he, like, he took an L there in the same way that, like, you take an L when someone crashes into your car. Like, yeah, that's true. Something awful happened to him. Like, he did not t- like like David Jaffe, Digibro, Lindsay Ellis, and uh, Fresh, Fresh and Fit. And they, they all took they, the L. They took the L. Not only did they take the L, they took the initiative on the L. The L was because of their actions and decisions. Yeah, it's a what I love is all those all why why all those four are nominated for biggest L is because. All four of those could be little L's, but were self-imposed big L's. Yeah, that's why. They, they that's can, what separates they them from the rest. themselves further and further into the center of the earth where they singed alive. And we have to decide whose bloody boiled carcass is the fattest loser of the fucking year. <laughs> the fattest L award. No, the John Lennon Memorial, Memorial. L. <laughs> yeah, the John Lennon Memorial L. Okay, all right. The crackies John Lennon Memorial the, L. Who is going to win the John Lennon Memorial L? <laughs> Vote now on Twitter. It'll be up for in a couple days. I'll make sure when the vote goes live to post it in our Discord as well. Follow us there. Link in the description. Um. Because I, because I, I really want to have a definitive answer on yeah. Fat Estelle, and we will when when we have a winner next week, we'll update it. We'll start the episode with it, so there's no suspense. Yeah, uh, and um, and I mean, hey, look, I just want to say thank everyone thank who you. has listened to Crack House the last two years, but especially in 2021. I feel like this year we really came swinging, and we had some fucking heater episodes some absolute bangers um and i think that sam and i would have fucking quit this ages ago if it was not for the the responses and the the constant engagement i get dms all the time from people who had just listened to the episode uh you know mulgar yoink unbound soul um just all these people and i know you do as well like uh doesn't um bryce message yeah shout out my good buddy bryce uh yeah he yeah he always is messaging me every week with stuff um, from the show, a couple of my other buddies listen. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's awesome. No, I'm super glad that people actually want to listen to this shit. Uh, shout out by the way, Tom's second look. Uh, he listens every week. He's always talking to me and sending me shit from the show. Uh, that he oh, thought yeah. was funny. Um, yeah, no, honestly, we would, we genuinely probably would not be doing this, uh, doing this without you. Um, so thank you very much, and uh. We'll see y'all in 2022. Actually, wait a minute. No, this episode is going. Uh, no, no, it's this going, episode's going live Day. on New Year's. 
Yeah, New Year's New Year's Eve. Yeah. So Yeah, New Year's Eve is Friday. Yeah. So we will yeah. see you all in 2022. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. John Lennon Memorial L, dude. <laughs> I mean, I mean, when you think about it, he took a fat L. He took a fat L. Right? He took, he took a, he took, he took multiple fat L's to the head and chest. L stands for lead. Anime thighs when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really want to pipe. Oh my gosh, she got the big ass titties. She's only five. Anime thighs when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really want to pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five. Ay, bitch, I'm about to fuck this cutie, so I whip out my katana. And I knock this little bitch out with just one hit like I'm Saitama. Why you act like you retarded, like little bitch, I don't want drama. I still hit when she says no, don't understand what she don't want to. Ay, sword fighting with my penis like I'm in a fucking dojo. All these bitches want me like my name was fucking Jojo. Asian penis is too tiny like it was a no-show. Bitch, don't watch your coochie, watch anime with the bros though my motherfucking bitch i might pull up give those thighs a little motherfucking kiss and man if you talking shit tell ryuk you on a list yeah your sister is my groupie she take this anime dick okay okay like little bitch i don't care if that fat ass is too deep score a bounty on that pussy you can call me spike lee putting out fire getting ice bitch i'm todoroki and if you got some shit to say then you can say it to me anime thighs when she 